Hi guys and welcome back to the Bolton Fan TV podcast. We are back, which means me and Aaron are back again. This one is again a waffling, waffling one, which we can't complain about. Always is. <laughs> Always. It is going to be started off with our recent form with six games undefeated with five wins and one draw with the following results of a 2-0 against Burton Orient, a one all draw with Morecambe, a 1-0 versus Stevenage, a 3-2 versus Mansfield, a 1-0 v Southend and a 2-0 v Scunthorpe. What are your thoughts on them six results, Aaron? <laughs> Cannot be happier, realistically. Um, I mean, we've just been absolutely amazing in these games. Um, you know, it got, I mean, the point I made earlier on in the season was that our mindset was to, you know, go out and hope to get something out of the game. We've completely flipped that and now we're going out there knowing we can win and believing we can win. And obviously the most important thing, wanting to win. Um, which obviously you can never really go wrong with. Um, I think, you know, Madison is one of the key players that stands out to me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean... It's just overall a very pleasing sight to see. You know, we probably should have started it earlier on in the season, but it is what it is. Um, we're currently sat one point off playoffs, so it's not it's not too bad, to be honest. You know, it's still not good enough because obviously we do want to be in those promotion places. But um, yeah, overall, obviously, I'm sure a lot of people are happy, even the other outers, because they seem to have just disappeared. It seems like Thanos has has come and snapped his fingers um but uh yeah again overall very happy because obviously now we sit one point um off of playoffs and we're actually not far off top two which i think could be a possibility we get there but i i can i can completely agree we have been impeccable these past six games absolute one wonderful performances from the lads as we did say last week, we will, we would be sat in a new position, which we are. We did say when we did the last episode, we were 10th. We've gone up to 9th on 44 points. And at the start of the season, we was only on 19 points and sat in 20th. Six months, say six, seven months have gone. We are on 44 points, sat in 9th. I know because of the January transfer window, we've got like some Madison, Afoyan, Jensen, Kieran Lee, we are only eight points off first place. Eight points off first place. So if we could win Saturday and then Tuesday, we could easily close the gap to about two points. So given our recent form, where would you like to see us finish in at the end of the season? I mean, ideally first or second, but the issue with that is, one, I don't know if it's even possible because, you know, other other teams or those teams that are around those positions obviously are going to win games at some point. Um, they will also probably lose games and draw games and drop points. But um, I think it would quite literally mean we have to win every single game just to even have a chance of becoming first and second. Um, I know it's not like many points difference, but... I don't know. So obviously, everybody's main 
goal for this season, I reckon, is playoffs. So, um, but I mean, without a doubt, the quality we've got in this squad, I, I, I wouldn't be, you know, terrified as me and Tyler have put it or like stressed. Uh, going into playoffs because with the quality we've got in the side and the performance that the performances we've shown that we that we've got in our locker, I reckon we, we'll breeze it. Um, but then my only concern is obviously I think I brought it up on previous episode at some point. Um, is then next season with all the loan signings and stuff, what do we do once they've gone? Like, do we then you know maybe try and make some of them permanent? Which again, the one that stands out to me, Marcus Madison. That's the one I would like to see made permanent, but I don't know if that'll happen. Obviously, there was talks of an option to buy, but that was never confirmed or denied. So that's up in the air, but I guess we will find out at some point um, pretty much whether we, we sign him at the end of the season or not, really. Um, but yeah, um, just to talk about um, Alpha Lion as well. He's, he's a good player. It's just... You know, I've noticed when he's taking his shots, they're always they're not well. They're never really on target from the one I've, from the one I've seen. I, I I don't know if it's just him getting unlucky or what, but I mean, couple of them honestly. You give them to somebody like Madison, they're probably go winning. Um, but that's just I don't know. I I reckon Afalayan will definitely get at least five yeah. goals while he's with us, at least. But um. Yeah, I mean, playoffs is the realistic um, target, I'd say. Because, um, I mean, I believe Cambridge are on something like, what, 54 points? Something like that? 52. 52. Um, we're on 44. So, I mean, again, the gap in points isn't that, you know, it's not impossible. But um, I just don't know if it's going to happen in fact they probably won't so that's why playoffs it's kind of the compromise essentially um you know we can't necessarily go for the top two so we'll, we'll settle for the playoffs apologies yeah <clears throat> yeah i completely agree because i think everett's pointing the players mindsets try and go for playoffs if with like somehow some what course to be top two it'll put a different mindset to go out and just pressure teams to like fumble and all that lot, which I've seen him do in the past few six games with what with five wins he's making teams fumble on under pressure with the mindset that he's put all the plays in because Bolton was literally 20th and the start of the season the mindset wasn't even good enough they were literally losing games and then drawing dropping points where we we could have turned them win to them draw Boston draws into wins we'd be already in playoffs by now, or even the top two by now. Talking about the influ influential players, what do you think of Declan John's performance? Because I already think he is one of the best left-backs we've had this season, and in League Two. I honestly, <laughs> you can't really ask for more from him, realistically. You know, um, we're managing to keep clean sheets now. I think we're getting into the habit of doing that. And obviously, it's down to Jilks. By the way, Jilks was amazing in um, in, in yeah, our last uh -huh. game. Um, just watching the highlights, I, he, I've not seen him get enough credit, if I'm honest. Um, I think he was absolutely outstanding. But, um, yeah, uh, I'll be honest, the question's gone out of my head. What did you say again? 
I'm not 100 with it, so you have to bear with me. <laughs> but yeah, fine. I said, what do you think of Declan John's performance this season oh. since he's come in from the start, and do you think he's the best left back in this league? I mean, it took him a while, but I mean, it was kind of expected because I mean, at the end of the day, it was it is a whole revamp of the club essentially. Um, so it, it was definitely expected. Um, and now that now that he really is hitting hitting um, his form, it, 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 I mean, again, you can't really go wrong with it. Now that he's hit his form, he's scoring goals, he's helping the team, you know, um, and obviously he's defending really well uh, to get us to keep clean sheets. And um, as far as him being the best left back in League Two, I can't really comment without you know. <laughs> um, you know, that looking at other left backs in the league because obviously, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know Tyler knows more about football in general than I do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's like I've said before. I've I've never heard of half of this team before they joined Bowen. So, yeah, I mean, I can't really comment on that, but I mean, I think he's definitely up there for sure. Yeah. Um, Top two, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it's at least top 10, because obviously, again, I, I don't know enough yeah. about different left-backs. You're, you're, but, basically, you're non-biased about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, overall good performances. It's, it's helping us. Um, he's a very good player. You know, the fact that he's a left-back and he's scored more goals than, like, <laughs> you know, probably half of the booming strikers, you know, certain strikers in the, in the league, it's mental, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just credit to his ability, really. I think he, he deserves goals, you know. He, he's always getting up and down that wing. Um, yeah. Whether, you know, he's running up as a part of the attack, he'll always get back and do his defensive duties, which, again, it's helping us. And um, it's meaning we're winning games. Another player, which has a, a nickname now, King Arthur, <laughs> the, oh. French, the French god, whatever people are calling him. Since he comes on and off that bench, the game changes. No harm to the other lads on the pitch. But when he comes on that pitch, either gets an assist in the first few minutes being on or even grabs a goal. His goal against right now, Mansfield to win to win us the game. What a goal that was from Arthur. One of the best goals I've ever seen so far this season from Bolton. Also... Some people may think he's getting a bit off form somehow. Owen Doyle. I mean, realistically, if you think Owen Doyle's um, not in the best of form, leave. <laughs> Quite simply, yeah, find a bin, sit in it. <laughs> because, I mean, listen, like, okay, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, and this goes back to all the, like, ever-outers and stuff that kind of turned on Doyle just because he wasn't scoring as many goals. But um, me and Tyler have said this multiple times. We weren't supplying Doyle at the start of the season, which is why yeah. he hasn't scored goals. Now look, you know, he's being supplied and he's getting goals. It, it, it's not rocket science. If we had have, if like midfield and, um, you know, basically if we'd have just passed the ball more to Doyle in dangerous areas... We'd have won one more games and two, he'd have scored more goals. But um, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, okay, Owen Doyle's probably not in his best form, but yeah, he's definitely not 
bad form. He, he like he's doing all right. You know, he's getting us goals. And um, I say, I say average form, basically average. Yeah, he's not. Like, I mean, not like last, not like last season, banging goals. For see, I, that, I, I think that's where most people kind of not go wrong, but like that's where I see somewhat of an error because. You know, yes, last season he scored 25 goals, but doesn't mean he's going to do it again. You know, it could take him a while before he does it again. Um, yeah. So you kind of just have to take the season as as it goes. But um, and don't get me wrong, I've compared his form um, this season to his form last season. But um, yeah, I mean, to compare last season this season, you know, two different circumstances. You know, he wasn't playing for us last season. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's really necessary to compare. Um, for certain reasons, I can understand, but when it comes to people saying he's in bad form, like, this could be actually his good form, and last season was just his exceptional form, you know? Um, at the end of the day, a lot of players will have, like, amazing seasons, and it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it again. Um that's one of the issues with football fans in general, I think. Um, you know, if, for example, with Owen Doyle, he scores 25 goals last season, instantly when he joined us, a lot of people were like, oh, another 25 goals straight away. It's like, you don't know that's going to happen. And obviously, and I did, don't think he it did might. He did win player of the year for the last season in, when he got a pitch <laughs> with, with a Bolton kit on. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. but um, That made me all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I've just said, um, can't really compare last season because, I mean, it is two different um, seasons. But um, also as well, the fact that he's joined us, you know, he would have still been settling in at the start. It's, it, you know, that's probably also a reason why he didn't. You know, there was a few chances that at, towards the start of the season where he probably should have put them away and, you know, he didn't, but... Again, that's just the team settling in and whatever. Um, at least it's not cost us, you know, a chance at playoffs, you know. Realistically, it could have been worse. It could have been... Apologies. But um, yeah. it could have been could have been a lot worse um, if, for example, you know, we weren't scoring any goals pretty much and we were just constantly losing. Um, then we'd probably be sat at the bottom of the table. Um and we could have already, like, basically finessed our season um, before it even ended. But um, And found our fate being relegated. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look likely we're going to get relegated, realistically. But, again, Hopefully. you never know. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I know, but you never know. Um, but, no, I, I mean, you know, football-wise, it doesn't look like we're going to get relegated which is a good thing you know because i yeah. honestly i'm dreading the day if that ever happens where we are not even in the league two uh, not, league league. championship or the prem <laughs> that's when i'm gonna be a bit like okay well this is not great is it <laughs> but yeah another another player who i think has not been given enough credit in that defense ricardo santos Absolute brick house in that defence. Solid. Say as well. <laughs> Anyone that was, you know, when I think Santos had like, there was one game where he wasn't great. Everybody was yeah. quick to jump on the bandwagon and criticise. 
every single yeah, Bolton right. fan, pretty much, um, by like a very small like, percentage. Like, oh, get him out, get him yeah. out. And I've seen, also, I've seen a few people. Also, the same with Sarsovic, you know. Um, Sarsovic was receiving criticism just before he got injured. Comes back, he has one training session and then wins us the game. <laughs> like, and then Santos as well, he's back in League Two Team of the Week. He's been in there more than probably anybody in the league right now. <laughs> so He's been in it. He went in it November, December, January, and now February. Yeah, I mean, mental. He's He's been in it. Almost every month, realistically. It feels like if, he's been there every month. <laughs> yeah, if he does not get... I'm sorry, sorry. I am pointing this out, though. He deserves to be in way too team of the, team of the year. Because I don't think no other, no other defender can keep keep up with what Ricardo Santos is doing at Bolton. Oh, yeah, no chance. I don't... I think... This is one statement I will confidently say, you know? With yeah. the Declan John stuff, I, I couldn't I, say I'm saying it's my chest. But, um, yeah, I mean... Ricardo Santos, the best centre back in this bloody in league, the, in hands down. League. I'm sorry, like okay, people probably bring up stats and stuff, but you know what? That's not all about him. You know that defence is made up of at least four people, five if you include yeah, Jilks. Either John, Baptiste, or Santos, Jones, and then Gilk, Gilk to some up. Exactly. He he helps. Team like the back line. If two of them are going up, he'll stay back, or they'll communicate and be like, "Right, two two of us go up, we'll go, we'll stay back." Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, anyone that wants to bring stats up and, and anything doesn't mean anything, you know. Yeah, all feel, you have to do, free. yeah. Feel all you all you have to do, I'd like, yeah. I'd like to see is watch Santos during a game, and you will understand why he is the best centre back in this league. Hands down, he is the best. Um, you know, just just the way he is, like he commands that defense almost. Like he makes it his. It's almost as if um, when that when um, the opposition's attack is running at us, it's almost as if he's like, uh, "This is my territory. If you want to get to that goal, <laughs> you're gonna have to break down the wall," which they don't do. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there's I'll, no I'll, way. I'll put, in better, I'll put in better terms. You have to go through me. Yeah. Because um, he is a brick wall. I mean, I was going to say literally then, but he's not a brick wall. <laughs> but yeah, um, in the metaphorical sense, he's literally yeah. a brick wall. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, best in the league, hands down. I know he's been, going back to what you've been saying, Anthony Sarsovic. He's been getting stick. He's not been getting stick. What do you think about people saying, like, slating him for what he's been doing? Again, find a bin, sit in it. <laughs> because I'm not being funny. Like, how many players, realistically, do you know that suffer an injury, are out for three to four weeks, and then still want to play after only having one training session? Like, Sars probably wasn't fully fit, hence why he didn't start. But even the fact that he's, he's come on, and then, let alone won as the game, you know... Like, assist. Exactly. And then, I mean... It, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, people like to jump on bandwagons. If they see one person yeah. um, go at a player, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what? That's right. I, I agree with that. But then two seconds later, I mean, prime example is literally every single ever outer. Because yeah. 
where, where, where are all they gone though? <laughs> They've just crept off into the they're shadows, gone. waiting for something to go wrong. They've gone quiet, haven't they? Oh yeah, they've gone very quiet. Um, they're now, now they're on only Twitter, one point off. Yeah, they, they've all been on Twitter and like you know, oh Everett this, Everett that, Everett's awful, Everett you can't do this, you can't do that, the players aren't doing this. You like <laughs> just stay in the shadows, you know. Even if let's say we start losing games again, guess what? Doesn't make him a bad manager. Yeah, don't <laughs> with don't, it. don't just go. Oh, we we'll, we we'll lose one game. Oh. I'm going to sweat now. Let's, oh, what can I say? I mean... Get Everett out. Yeah, it's literally almost been the exact same kind of... Well, at least at the start of the season, it was similar to how um, last season when we brought Keith Hill in. You know, after his like, what, first two, three games, there was already people saying that they wanted him out. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, three games. <laughs> three. <laughs> like... Yeah, no. I understand if it's been a season, but like... Three games. That's ridiculous. Um, and then, you know, pretty much people did it with Everett as well because it didn't happen straight away. And people think that, you know, you can just click your fingers and everything will work. That's not how it is. Um, you know, yeah, start that, of the season. Go on. Uh, yeah, start of the season. Um, bringing in all the new phases, they had to, they, like, they needed time to gel. They'd only been well, the, the majority of them had only been together the, the six weeks of pre-season, which, okay, yeah, they were playing a battering team, 6-7-0, but doesn't mean anything once you get into League Two, um, which was shown because, obviously, completely different styles of football, realistically. Um, but, yeah, I mean, far as ever, anyone giving, like, Sars stick and any of the players, to be fair, I mean, Madison's getting stick for wearing a blooming headband. Like... I'll, I'll, I'll come on to that. <laughs> like, I'm not being funny. If you're coming at someone for like, you know, if you're griefing them, whether it's because of the performance or whatever, just sit down. You know, every single player has bad days. It, it's just fact. It will happen. Um, you just got to deal with it and then hope that they find the form again. Look at Delfonso. Delfonso now, okay, he's not scoring goals, but he's still helping the team. Not just yeah, by being that, out there. I think, but... I think that two weeks off has helped him. Yeah, for sure. Because he's come back yeah. and he's, he looks more motivated than, than he was um, when his form dropped off. And um, now he, he's all over the place in a good way because he's all over that pitch. And then... He's, he's literally... I don't think he does, but Soren, he wants assists for the yeah, team. Yeah, he, he just wants to help the team in any way possible. Um, I'm not saying that that, like... Obviously, that everybody on that team wants to help the team. But... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, I just don't like I understand criticizing players, but just don't go at them. Especially when SARS, he, he was injured and then people were saying to get him out because he was overrated. Like really? <laughs> He's injured and then he comes back and in his first game it bags the winner for us. Like <laughs> what more proof do you need that SARS is like a top tier player in League Two? Yeah. Realistically, you know, there isn't many players, if any player, um, that would go to the manager after one training session, after being out three, four weeks, and say, you know what, I want to play, even if it's, you know, coming on as a sub. Like, how many players do you actually know that do that or have done that? Not a lot. That's com- that's commitment, and that is our captain. He that is, is, that's why he's captain. That's our captain. 
he literally, even if he's like on like, say, not even having the best day, like he's not even got enough health to play, he'd literally go to the manager and be like, can I be on the bench or can I start? He, he wouldn't even care if he's not even the best fit. He wouldn't even care if he gets taken off just because he's not got enough fitness. He, he's there to play for the team. He, he literally is playing for the badge, like I've said in a few episodes. He's playing for the badge and he deserves to be the captain. Going back to what I have said, going back to what we said, it was like, it takes a lot, a lot of time for teams to gel with new players because the start of the season, it took a good while to start getting draws. I know, like you said, we were battering teams like 7 6 nil in, friend, in friendlies. But people didn't know who they were because it came up on like the lineups, like trialists. So as well, no even... in, um, in that pre-season, you know, we were playing like non-league teams or, you know, national league yeah. teams. And then the minute we played, was it Wigan we played and then lost? Yeah. So yeah. it just goes to show like, you know, we weren't having a pre-season where we then go into the season with a deluded mindset, you know? We weren't like, oh, yes, but um, pre-season, you know, we're battering Bummy Bamba Bridge 7-0. Like, oh, yeah, that means we're going to get promotion. League 2, easy. You know, a lot I of people think... probably did say that, but, uh, like, the Wigan game was a reality check because we were all getting caught up in, oh, look, we, we can score goals, you know. Them games were purely to get into the habit of scoring goals, which we did, to be fair, but we still ended up losing games. Um but uh, yeah, that that Wigan game was a reality check, not just for um, the players, but for the fans, because it kind of made everybody look and be like, oh, you know what? Actually, we probably still need more work because it, you know, it was annoying that we lost to Wigan, obviously, because I mean, Wigan's Wigan, but it is what it is. Um, I think we needed that for sure because it gave us it kind yeah. of, it humbled us, um, and it gave us a better mindset going into the season. But um, obviously, again, start of the season wasn't great. But um, that doesn't matter now. That, that's all in the past. Now what we need to concentrate on is the future. And, um, yeah. you know, get getting playoffs, getting that one point that we need. Hopefully we get the win tomorrow to kind of push us into playoffs. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I think as well, I reckon we could push for third, potentially. I think um, I think we could even push for second. I don't know. I I mean I don't know who who's second right now. Is it still Forest Forest, Forest Green? Green? How many Forest Green? Uh, forty nine. Forty nine. Mm. So I mean, even that, like the gap between second and first is only what three points. So uh, yeah, no, yeah, three. Yeah, three points. So I mean, it's and we're, not and we're five. We're five points off second. Okay. And with four off. And Forest Green Third. did have just lost to Barrow, who we play tomorrow. So no, it went Barrow. Was it not? Who, no. who am I thinking of? Walsall. Walsall, that's the one. No, he I swear. Eight, three, one. Oh yeah, Walsall, but it was Walsall. No, South End. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> End, you know. I don't know why I said thinking, but uh, yeah, ignore what I just said. But um, yeah. yeah. The fact that Forest Green have lost to South End when South End, you know, obviously aren't doing great this season. Twenty um, third when they played. Twenty third. Forest Green and no, so. no, no, the relegation battle. Yeah, but um, it just shows 
you know, on any given day, any team can come out with a win, you know. Um, and obviously, last time we played Barrow, for example, you know, we went into that game thinking, oh, yeah, we could batter them 5-0, 3-3. So, <laughs> and we were 3-0 down in the first 25 minutes. Yeah, and that was kind of the phase where we, that kind of happened way too much now that I look back on it. But, um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think we can definitely push for third at least. Yeah. Um for sure. It would be it would be good for what for what this year's even. I mean, I'd start. take it, you know. I mean, obviously I'd almost prefer second just so then, you know, we, we, know, we know that we're going we're, up. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's what's gonna be the most stressful part about playoffs is it's not necessarily the fact, you know, what seeing if Bolton can actually win, because I, I I'm confident we can. It's just yeah. not knowing, you know, anything could happen in them games, realistically. Um, so anything could happen. And that's going to be the most stressful part about it, is sitting there being like, I oh, still don't know if we're going up. Like, we could have done all this work and then not even go up. Um, that's going to be the worst part, for sure. But I don't know, if we get second, that's a massive weight off our shoulders because then the players can actually yeah. have more time off, you know, and then get ready for the next season. Um, but yeah, and then we, we, can, could, we can definitely we could push. see about like the ones expiring. Do we yeah. want to keep them on? Oh, like that. <clears throat> the main one with the loans is Madison. That's it. How would you, how would you about speak about him then? <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, Madison is the one I would like to see made, made permanent. Um, I mean, I'd take any of them realistically, you know, like Afalaya, and I wouldn't mind I'd, making that. I'd take permanent. John, I would take John, Declan John as well. Um, you know, I'd take any of them, but I mean, I think for me, priority-wise, it would be Madison, just because of the like quality of player he is. But um, I mean, we'll again, we'll have to see what happens with that. Yeah, going back to the influential players, we are we did speak about him just briefly. Then Marcus Madison been getting a few stick for what he has been wearing on his head. What are people thinking? What are people actually doing about that? Why? I mean, if he wants God. to change his hair, it can change his hair. It's not even that. YouTube, it, it, I don't YouTube know. YouTubers like... change their hair. Neymar's changed his hair. Where's the stick? No. It's just someone put that. I don't even think it's because of his hairstyle. I think it's literally because he's wearing a Fendi headband. Like he's wearing a designer headband. At least this is what I've seen anywhere. Because I don't know. He posted this story the other day. Like <laughs> he made a joke basically, and it was like, "Oh, yeah. it's really nice seeing the whole football world come together." Shame it's about <laughs> my um, headband, but yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like, why has he been criticised for wearing a headband? Like, yeah, no, it it doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, there's bigger things going on in the world than what Marcus Madison's wearing on his head. Yeah. <laughs> um, and plus, it makes him unique, doesn't it? You know? Let him stand out. Um, because, I mean, let's be honest, he deserves it because he is an amazing player. Um, yeah. You know? It's like, it's like, I think we've both said this, um, it's only a matter of time before he starts scoring goals for us. It's only yeah. a matter of time. Um, but, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're going at a player for wearing a headband, you need to check yourself. Like... <laughs> I'm not being funny. There's a pandemic going on and you're bothered about what Marcus Madison's got on his head. Why? <laughs> you, you know you know who I'd probably say is all like sweating. All the ever outers be like, oh, Bro, why is he wearing this? They're just trying to claw anything though. 
because Abbott's yeah, doing well, they're like, oh no. They're literally there like, oh no, <laughs> what can we do? <laughs> like, they just have and to then, criticise something. Yeah, they, they were sat there thinking, what can I type out? Oh, Madison's posted a picture. Oh, I do not like what he's wearing on his head. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about some recent games. First one, the South End game. It did a uh, the goal was a bit controversial, like people are saying. It's not controversial, it's just an error a on, bit of on a, the keeper's A bit part. of a league to Jordan Pickford, I would say. He has been compared to <laughs> Jordan Pickford in many ways. But um I mean a lot of people are saying it's lucky. I agree, but at the end of the day, as Everett said, you know, on on a pitch like that, which it's not let's be honest, it's not the smoothest terrain. Um it's not the highest of quality. Um, so it's like Everett said, we had to find a way to win. And that's what we did. You know, yeah, okay. with, with the, the ball keeper being gifted sliced, it to us. But... The ball being sliced by a defender hits, hits the crossbar where, where apparently the linesman's, linesman's seen it going, not hit the crossbar. But the keepers punched it in time. And then there's Miller to volley it home. For the Realistically, win. The keeper didn't even need to go for it. Like, if he'd have looked and seen it was going over, he could have left it. I mean, obviously, I'm not complaining because we ended up winning the game because of it. But, you know, in that situation, I'm not being funny. If Joe Hart can be in pretty much the same situation and still not concede a goal, he probably should have done the same. (laughs) You know? But, um, yeah, I mean, okay, we probably did get a bit lucky, but... And what deal with points it? Points, points, points <laughs> are points. It's it's literally the least we deserve. You know, we, we deserve that against, three points on that day against one of our rivals from last season as well. I didn't really class them as rivals, if I'm honest. But I mean, yeah, yeah no, you know what I mean. Like they yeah. were giving us stick as well, weren't they? Going on to the uh, recent game, the two 0 against Scunthorpe. What what do you think about? Did you watch the highlights? Yeah. And I mean, like I said, Jilks, outstanding. He, he's da- he's not got enough credit. Again, Jilks is one as well, by the way, that has received stick and stuff yeah. like that. Um, he's already. I mean, literally, he did better than Krellin in his first five games. Like, I'm not being funny. What what more proof do you need? <laughs> like, Jilks yeah, is a not- very like. I mean, no offense, Jilks, if you somehow are watching this or listening to this. You know, he's not the youngest of people. And the fact that, one, he's keeping up is amazing. And it's a real credit to him because it just shows what an amazing player he is. But two, the fact that he's probably still coaching as well as playing. And he's still putting yeah. in performances like that. Like Apparently he's, co- apparently he's coaching Jensen. Yeah, which, again, that's a topic that could be discussed. But I um, don't really know what's going on with that. But, yeah, uh, Jilks was amazing. Um, overall, we were amazing. Probably, yeah. again, the only issue to probably criticise would be we need to be more clinical. Um, probably could have, you know, created more in that game. Um, probably could have created more and then, you know, led to more goals. But like I said, with Sars coming on and then, you know, banging in that goal um, really helped us, uh, obviously. It could have, been a, could, have, could have been at least 4-0, but that clearance from a certain ex-Bolton player off the line, 
And then Baptiste Cal. as well, bro. Holy. Or am I thinking of the wrong game? Was it? It was that game, right? Baptiste did pretty much Which the one? same thing, right? The, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Yeah, we shot Jilks. It's gone past Jilks and then Baptiste clears it. But yeah. Yeah. Baptiste as well. You know what? Fair play. <laughs> Fair play. Um, one, of the, one of the best things he's done this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, very good overall performance. But yeah, we just lacked creativity, really. Um, Until Sars came on, Esther. Yeah. But then, even, though, even though Madison were doing bits in the midfield to try and create chances. Yeah. It lacked a bit until Sars came To be on. fair, though, to the credit of Scunthorpe, the defence is, is pretty good, realistically. The attack's pretty, the attack's pretty yeah. good as well. Scunthorpe are a very good side. Pardon me. But, um, yeah, uh, obviously with Taft being in that defence, you know, pretty much the first five games he played, I believe they had clean sheets. So, um, yeah, you know, um, Taft's a very good defender. Um, Scunthorpe are a very good side. So, you know, obviously happy that we can beat them. But, you know, and again, just creativity. The rest, the rest of the season from. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're a little bit biased because obviously we didn't agree with Taft, you know, being sold for nothing. Yeah. But <laughs> we didn't even really agree with him being loaned out. I mean, I'll be honest, we're still not over it, but <laughs> at least I'm not. But um, yeah, it's what it is. I sort of am. <laughs> I am, but it's kind of like, it's still there every time we talk about it. It's like, why? <laughs> why do we not get anything for him at least? Like, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand, like, I'd love to know, like, Everett's thought process when making that decision. Because, realistically, you know, why wasn't he given a chance? You know? Like, he's gone to Scunthorpe and he's already... He, he's turned their season around pretty much, you know, defensive-wise. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd just like to know what, what, why Everett did it, to be honest. But, I mean, that's I, the only thing. I think, I, think, I think he wanted to try and get more game time, but he... he didn't think I don't think he clocked on just in case Scunthorpe would be like, right, can we come in to buy him permanently? Yeah. I think I think he didn't clock on with that bit. I mean, I, I thought because obviously at the time the salary cap was a thing. So um Yeah, true. I that's that's what I kind of put it down to, but then we didn't even, you know, sell him for anything. So then I was kind of a bit like, well, why? <laughs> Player like Taft, we should have got something for him. But yeah. It's just a it's just a mystery. Um yeah. Right, moving on to tomorrow's game against the Barrow, the Everett Derby people are calling it still. <laughs> ex ex Barrow manager got him promoted twice. And now the Bolton manager, like me and Aaron have said, our first game was a three all draw. So I am going to say a two 0 win. With a Madison and mm, I'm gonna go Arthur goal with a Sars assist. I'm gonna go. You know what? See, I'm confident, but obviously we're still not the most clinical when we're attacking. So um you know what? Sack it. I'm gonna be hella positive today. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say a four-nil. Um I doubt it's going to be. I'm going to be completely you honest. You never know. You never but, know. You might, you might want a result like that after what's been happening with you this week. True. But, um, yeah, 
I don't know. Um, I think Doyle's going to get at least one for sure. Madison, mm. I think will. He, de- he, will he get deserves one. one. Madison he deserves one. everything at this point. <laughs> Christ, um, he's just getting unlucky. Like he was, he came hella close um, the other day against that team we played. <laughs> That's the Good one. Thought. And he almost scored a worldy against Southend, but he just. Yeah. I think he took one one extra touch and it just went over a bit. Yeah. But um Arthur Lyon as well, I reckon might get one tomorrow. And then Arthur, I think he'll get one. Because Arthur Lyon, yeah. it he just needs to work on his like Con- conversion rate. Like that, but also it. like the positions he's in when he's shooting, he needs to know exactly where the where the goal is, which I don't think he does because he's always it's either left or right. It's never like at the keeper or anything so um yeah I think as soon as Afalayan nails like nails down his range and like whatever I think he he's gonna uh bag for days but um yeah four nil win he's optimistic but it's definitely not impossible um we hey, just need to turn up and be clinical hey, we are optimistic so anything can happen <laughs> I mean I don't think I've ever been this positive but yeah which is kind of ironic, yeah, think, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was the most, I was the most one to be, like, optimistic. Right, have you got anything else you want to talk about? Any further things you want to say? Well, um, what's, his, what's his first? Maskell has left. and um, Well, he's, he's joined, I forgot what they called, though. What, Waterford. What Waterford, that's Waterford. the one. Um, In Ireland. Yeah, he's joined Waterford on loan until the end of the season. Um, Linking up with an exporting player, Daryl Murphy. Daryl Murphy, Jesus. <laughs> I feel like I've not heard that name in a while. But, um, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's kind of everything that's happened, really. Um, Obviously, as well, I, I know I briefly mentioned it then, the salary cap isn't a thing anymore. I know that's it's, it's been like that for a few weeks, but we've just not spoken about it. Um, yeah, that salary cap has been... Um, I don't know what the word is. It's, it's been... It's gone, essentially, is, is the main point. Uh, EFL decided to scrap it, essentially. Um, kind of wish they'd done it earlier on in the season, but is what it is. Um, is there anything else? I don't think so because no, again, not a lot's happened. Obviously, yeah, due to not, not due to COVID and stuff, there's yeah. not a lot going on. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. So this wraps up this week's episode of Bolton Fan TV. We will hopefully be back maybe once or twice next next week, depending on our schedules. If you are listening on Spotify or any other podcast things, and if they do have a review, please give us a five star. If you think less or not, just please tell us why. We would like to know your thoughts on the recent form. Also, yeah, as well, um, what's it called? I want to try and do... um, for this podcast with um, the people we use, which is Anchor, we can um, have like voicemail messages sent in or like questions. Um, so if you do want us to like implement that and then do let us know, like it, it, 
I, I want to try and get more people involved and um, yeah. stuff like that. So if you are a Bolton fan or you've got a question about Bolton or about football in general, then um, we probably won't implement it in the next episode, but we'll try to at some point. Um, but yeah, sorry, carry on. <laughs> and if you are watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button, drop a like, and also comment your score prediction for tomorrow. Is it going to be a win, draw or loss? And also, what is your thoughts on our recent form? And I will hopefully see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.